This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, back into it here. More topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. The Oscars last night, interesting, one of my favorite categories, best costume in a foreign foray that uh, turned into an unintended comedy of errors. Our Prime Minister was actually uh, nominated (laughs) for his trip to India, Uh, but nobody saw that because they decided not to televise that part. It was handed out. Best costume. Well, there you are, best costumes. I mean, we were just talking off air about uh, this lapse in judgment, and suddenly the ball started rolling. (laughs) I guess there was that. There was the Aga Khan's vacation and so on and so forth, so uh, Screw the sunglasses from the premier of PEI. But here are the Oscars. Uh, they've got me kind of curious uh, around the board. I know how I personally felt. I mean, I, I kind of watch them just so I can keep my uh, finger on the pulse of pop culture, as you well know. But uh, to my mind, it's somewhat lapsed into irrelevance. And uh, this might be a hint of why I feel that way. Last night during his acceptance speech, Spike Lee reminded the audience that the 2020 election is fast approaching. Listen. Make the moral choice between love versus hate. Let's do the right thing. All right, Kim Wright, what do we make of the Oscars now? Have they just become a festival of politically correct self-congratulations? No, not at all, but I do love how Spike Lee always self-promotes and makes sure his movie titles do the right thing or in his speeches. Uh, these are actors and promoters and influencers who have a have a platform have a microphone and are using it i don't think that's any any more different than any other opportunity they get and frankly when i see things like the nike ad that uh, that uh, that aired last night during the oscars around they call this crazy but really it's really how women should uh, be able to be equal and get uh, get their voices heard. Uh, I don't see this as any more or less than any other year. I liked not having a host this year. I mm-hmm. liked uh, I liked that format. I thought it moved things along. But really, I watched the Oscars as a what's interesting in the world, what are people talking about. There was an Oscar that was given out uh, for a uh, documentary around, uh, it's called period end of a sentence right which really is a as a major conversation around the world about women not being able to go to school once they start menstruating no i understood and, because and that was that... also wait a minute let me just cut to the chase because that was also in the acceptance speech by the people who were behind all of that the women behind it but you know chris and carmichael greb on this matter of uh, the proselytizing or the preachiness and whatever you think it's turned people off i think it has i mean i haven't watched the oscars in a couple years i follow along on twitter because that's all that's on twitter on oscar night um just to see the who wins the awards the major awards but i mean for most people a lot of people i don't think it interests them anymore it's become a a stage for for political gain rather than uh for actually looking at what is going on in the entertainment industry and um and even celebrating what's going on from an art standpoint rather than a political standpoint. Well, Omar, and you know, this is a curiosity to me because they uh, stand on this noble ideal of reflecting diversity, except for when it comes to diversity of thought or opinion. They're really uh, lacking in that regard. Isn't that the big elephant in the room that most of middle America, or I guess uh, most folks here in the West who watch these things have cottoned on to? Well, I, you know, I think anyone who wins can go up and say what they want. So there's no restriction in terms of that. I think the broader issue that you're pointing out is that there, there seems to be a groupthink uh, amongst most of that community. And I think that's a fair point. I will say this in terms of their relevance. A number, a couple of years ago, uh, a Pakistani uh, director by the name of Sharmin Obaid Chinoy won uh, for a documentary she made about 
uh, women or young girls in Pakistan uh, who had been um, uh, uh, victims of, of, of attempted uh, honor killings. Uh, and that uh, documentary was so shocking, and, and the international spotlight it got uh, by winning an Oscar and her being there in prime time giving that speech spurred the Pakistan government of the day to actually move to, uh, to ban, to criminalize that practice. So I do think that given their global reach, uh, they still can have relevance uh, in some ways, and I think that's one specific way uh, that that I you know I really appreciate that 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 fact because I know a lot of a lot of women in Pakistan uh, have benefited from that from that legislation. All right, change. point well well taken and well made. But then you've got you know whether it's Barbara Streisand last night uh, you know talking about the truth that uh, is in such short supply. I mean, never referenced Jussie Smollett and the fact that that hoax has been perpetrated uh, on a lot of people on the right. Uh, who are victims of that uh, that sentiment, and you know Spike Lee, uh, what we just heard from that clip as well. It seems like they're not just disrespecting but insulting uh, 62 million Americans who voted Republican on the Republican ticket, and they're sneering at them. I mean, is that a way to curry favor or do good business, or is that just because you know this particular aspect of pop culture? is uh, so far to the left now, they don't even see their own prejudices or biases, Kim. Well, I'm not going to throw out that, you know, Hillary Clinton won more of a popular vote, but moving forward beyond (laughs) that. Only three million. Only three million. Mm. Uh, You know, look. Okay, so you still disregard 62 million of the others. Look, there is still, there is Hollywood and they had the microphone and they had the platform, but there has been a lot of social change that has moved forward and and big conversations that shift because of what happens at the Oscars and whether or not there there had been whitewashing and, and gentrification and all the rest of it before, we're moving that conversation forward. And I think that's a healthy thing. And I think having conversations like was Green Book appropriate or not? And in fact, it, it started a bigger conversation of what did Green what was Green Book actually about? And it was about the, a vacation guide, a travel guide for African Americans. Mm-hmm. And that whole conversation of this is how far we have come or how far we haven't come since the time of Green Book. And I think that's an important discussion to be had. All right. Uh, well, it seems like uh, we don't have enough time to actually delve into any other topics worthy of discussion, which is uh, a bit of a drag. But, you know, it's just a sense that the winter is still with us. I'll ask exit quickly. Uh, harbinger of spring. What tells you that spring has finally arrived, Omar? As a true liberal, I'm going to say when the farm to table patio is open at Toronto Brickworks. Oh, wow. Kristen? <laughs> it will always snow in April. So once that snow is done, then we can start looking forward. Kim? Well, you're right about that. I still have opening day tickets for the Jays game. (laughs) Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, The home opener. That's a signal that spring has finally arrived. Good enough. Uh, We'll keep our fingers crossed. It should happen imminently. Thanks all for coming in on this blustery Monday. Kim Wright, Omar Khan, and Kristen Carmichael Greb. Do it again real soon. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 